Hi, and welcome to the Fearlessly Kind podcast, all about creating a kinder girl world. My name is Kate Whitfield, and I am the founder and CEO of Fearlessly Girl, speaker, author, and girls empowerment expert. Each week, join me and our incredible Fearlessly Kind facilitators as we share our tips and strategies to raise and educate strong, empowered young women and lead by example as we inspire a generation of girls to be kinder to themselves and each other. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Fearlessly Kind podcast. I can't believe we're on episode seven already. This has been just such a fun journey to go on with all of you. Um, but before we dive into this week's episode, which I know you will love, I just wanted to remind you all, if you haven't already, um, two things actually. Um, for any of you interested in starting your own girls' empowerment business, girls' group, after-school program, club, workshop series, event, you name it. Um, I have put together a five-day boot camp. It's called Build Your Dream Girls Empowerment Biz Boot Camp. I understand the name is far too long, but it sums it up perfectly. It's five days of video trainings and workbooks. And if you sign up for the VIP, there's just a ton of added bonuses that you get as well. But the free version, there is a free version, the basic version is available for free right now at fearlesslygirl.com. There's a banner at the top of the page. I'll put the link in the show notes below. It'll take you straight there so you can sign up. You can work through all the video trainings, the workbooks, and it's really designed to get you from where you are now with a passion for empowering girls or an idea or excited about it. Um, especially with the summer coming up, it's such a great time to get started um, with your certification or with starting your business, with offering girls programming. So don't miss out. Um, head to the link in the show notes and you can sign up right away and get full access to everything. And like I said, there is also um, a paid VIP version, which gives you an access, gives you access to a ton of great bonuses as well. Um, and the second thing is, the second freebie that we've got going on is for those educators educators out there who um, want to look into kind of starting something on your camp in your campus in your school for you know around the idea of girls empowerment there's a free uh, workshop outline that you can make your own and I know we have summer coming up um, so you're not going to be in schools but it's great to kind of get access to that, download that, have a look at it, and think about how you might begin to implement girls' empowerment programming in your school this upcoming school year. So again, that's at fearlesslygirl.com. Both are totally free, and uh, I just wanted to kind of give those two things a shout out before we dive into the podcast. And speaking of diving in, uh, this week I got to sit down with one of our fabulous, fearlessly kind facilitators. Her name is Fawn Funderburg. She is an educator and she is the founder of the Savvy School of Etiquette in Racine, Wisconsin. And Fawn is just like a hug of a human being. Like she just makes you feel so warm and so good and she's so positive and so uplifting and she's just been such an incredible addition to the Fearlessly Kind community and she's really built something phenomenal and fantastic and so I got to dive in with her on her journey of, um, you know, her, her journey as an educator, her journey of starting the Savvy School of Etiquette 
And now her journey with um, offering girls empowerment programming, as well as a fearlessly kind facilitator. And so she gives just a phenomenal overview of what the program has been like for her, which was, you know, lovely to hear and, um, and just what she has coming up, some of the amazing things that she has coming up and what she's um, going to be offering girls online and in her community this summer. So anyway, without further ado, join me in welcoming Fawn Funderburg to the podcast. Welcome to the Fearlessly Kind podcast. I am here with one of our Fearlessly Kind facilitators, Fawn Funderburg. She is the founder of the Savvy School of Etiquette. So many fabulous things. She's such a positive ray of light. I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast today, Fawn. How are you? Kate, I am doing well, and it's an honor to be on the podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, well, it's I, every time we chat, you always leave me feeling just so positive and so inspired. So um, I'm just so excited to kind of dive into a little bit more about, you know, who you are and what you do. So why don't you kick things off by just telling everyone a little bit more about you? Okay, well, I am I, I'm a mom of a 20 year old son, Wendell. He just finished his first year of college at the University of Wisconsin-Whitewater. I'm also a wife. I've been married for 31 years to the love of my life, Wendell Funderburg. <laughs> I've been an educator now for since, since 1986. So I started out as an elementary school teacher. I've taught middle school. I've been an assistant principal at the middle school as well as the high school. And for the last 19 years, I have been an instructor at Gateway Technical College in Racine, Wisconsin. And I am part of the pre-college and momentum programs at the school. So what I do is help people who have not completed their high school credential to move ahead and, and I'm sorry, move ahead and accomplish a GED or an HSED credential. And I'm also the founder of Savvy School of Etiquette. What a wonderful resume, Fawn, my goodness. Um, can you dive into a little bit, of, a bit more about the Savvy School of Etiquette and what that's all about? Sure. The idea for Savvy School of Etiquette sparked about 10 years ago when I was investigating ways to strengthen my, my young son's manners and build his character. So as a result of doing some research, I started discovering various etiquette websites and businesses pertaining to etiquette. And in some of my talks with some of my other parent friends, they told me that they said, wow, you should start a business in that. That is so, so necessary and so needed. So I just started reaching out to other people in the etiquette world. And I was fortunate to <clears throat> connect with Tina Hayes, who's the founder of the School of Etiquette and Decorum in Northern Antioch, California. I told her that I was interested in the etiquette world and might want to start that business. And I just, I'm a firm believer of asking people if you need help. Um, so I just said, you know, would you be willing to share some of your expertise with me and tell me about, you know, how to get started? And she was so kind to me, so kind and gracious 
and she gave me lots of information. And she also told me that she was a graduate of the American School of Protocol in Atlanta, Georgia. And she had gone through a children's etiquette certification program there. And she said once she finished that program, she said she just stopped working in corporate America and she just launched that business and, and she's just been doing that for years now. So I looked into the program and then I registered for the training at the American School of Protocol and I completed my certification in the children's etiquette program in 2015. So after that, I just started um, to build the business. And Savvy School of Etiquette is located in southeastern Wisconsin, between Chicago and Milwaukee. And we offer in-person and virtual etiquette training classes for children and adults. We also focus on social-emotional learning. We provided training for the Racine Unified School District in Racine, Wisconsin, and for Washington Middle School in Kenosha, Wisconsin as well. That's incredible. And can you just sort of explain when you talk about etiquette, like what kind of things are you training, teaching, like what sort of topics are your workshops and trainings around? So the, the workshops and topics that I have have to do with a lot with character building and making people feel valued and comfortable because when you think about etiquette, most people think about dining. Well, dining is an important part of etiquette, but I feel like if people don't have good people skills and they don't have good character, they may know how to dine at the finest restaurants, but I don't think that really makes a difference. I think it's, it's about their character and their manners. So we focus on dining, we focus on social emotional learning, like we just offered a class recently that had to do with having uh, perseverance, which is a character virtue. So mm. we focus on other character virtues like respect, honor, empathy, things of that nature. Oh, that's so fantastic. And that's so, so necessary. And I, and, you know, I think you're right when a lot of people think about etiquette, like, I mean, that's what jumped to my mind first, right. It was like, what fork to use with what meal, right. <laughs> obviously it goes so much deeper than that. And having conversations around character and involving social, emotional learning. I mean, it's, it's, I think so vital, especially, especially now. So that's really fantastic that you saw a need and um, you know, we're able to build a business around it. And I also think it's always so interesting and important to listen up when people tell you like, oh, that's a business idea, you know, and, and you did. And, and now look what you've built. I mean, I think that's, I think that's really fantastic. So I love that. Um, and you're know, speaking of working with youth and in, in that kind of space, what specifically about like working with girls and young women was of interest to you? Like what kind of because you said you had a son. So what kind of made you interested in involving the, the fearlessly kind curriculum into everything? Well, first of all, I'd say that the mission of Savvy School of Etiquette is to educate, uh, motivate, inspire, and empower individuals to pursue their personal best, to look and feel confident and make a favorable and lasting impression and I think that the fearlessly kind girls empowerment space is a great addition to what we're doing at Savvy School of Etiquette, especially 
since it's dedicated to creating a kinder girl world. It's just in mission with the, it's, it, it's just in line with the mission of Savvy. Yeah, it, it is. And I mean, when we first, you know, when you reached out and we first started chatting, I, I really did get excited because I could see how well it would fit in with within the context of, you know, the wonderful work you're already doing. And then being able to offer something specifically for young women is always, you know, it's always so wonderful to just kind of get to work with girls in that kind of capacity. So I love that. I love that you're able to take take this and, and bring it into like an already existing successful business and, and, you know, have an additional offering that way. I think that's really cool how you were able to, how you were able to do that, honestly. Yes. Well, thanks to you. You, oh. you laid the groundwork for every, for everything from A to Z. Well, I wanted to make it, I did want to make it as turnkey as possible because I mean, this has been the most exciting, fulfilling, beautiful career path for me. And now what, what lights me up and, and makes me so excited is now seeing other, other women out in the world, you know, incorporating it into their lives and their businesses or starting new ones. And it's able to impact and reach so many more girls now than if it was just me out there doing it. So what I love is seeing how you and the other facilitators have taken it and everyone's done something so different with it. And so that's why I love having these conversations because the applications of this kind of program, it really is kind of unlimited with what you can do with it. And so it's really fantastic to see what you're doing. And I do want to get into all your amazing offerings you have coming up this summer at the end of the podcast, um, because I just, I love what you're doing, but in terms of girls today, like just generally speaking, what are, you know, one or two of the main issues that you think young women are really kind of struggling with now? Now that you want to help sort of address and you know empower them around well there's there's several things that come to mind I feel like many girls struggle with how they look mm-hmm. in terms of having to measure up with with others and this thing with social media really um, it impacts them in such a way that you know, if they're going to post a picture, it's got to be perfect. I can't have a pimple or, you know, mm-hmm. one, you know, things of that nature. Um, I think that they have, they're really obsessed with being perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, nobody's perfect. Um, they're struggling with fitting in and um, not really being free to be their own person. And I think the biggest thing is, that many of them don't really realize their worth and their value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you, you really nailed it there, their worth and their value. And instead of it coming from inside, instead of it being just like this innate kind of, they're aware of, of the value and worth that they have. It's so much of it now has shifted to how many likes do they get on that photo or how many TikTok followers right. do they have? And so it's, such a shift from internal where it's, you know, authentic and powerful to external. And I think that's, um, I think that is, is very difficult. I mean, it's difficult for us as women as well to be kind of struggling with that, but for a teenage girl or a tween girl, even, I mean, it's, it's so difficult to be trying to figure out who you are in a world that values, like I say, the likes and the followers more than your character. So yeah, I, I really do. I see that. I see that as well. Um, and that's why I think now more than ever, you know, it's it, 
because there is such a focus on the external doing this work, like the work that you're doing within your business and the new workshops you have coming up. I mean, it, it's so important. And I think that's why I'm so passionate about having these conversations now more so than ever, because I've been doing this for 15 years. I just, I see this, this shift recently of, you know, how difficult it's been over the last few years for young women with COVID and the restrictions and, um, you know, coming back out into the world from being online 10 times more than even usual. Right. So to be able to empower these girls to find their worth internally and to know their intrinsic value is just so, so important. Yes. Um, Yeah. So in terms of your journey of, you know, doing this work now and starting this business that, that you've already started, I mean, what have the ups and downs been like on this journey for you? I would say that one of the ups is the, the, the wonderful, fearlessly kind certification program that you offer. For me, it, it just makes for a great addition to the business that I already have started. And it just is such a compliment to what we offer. I, the class is loaded. Your certification class is loaded with you know, valuable resources that gave me the blueprint to start up and launch the program. I also believe that the support that you give is ongoing. You make yourself available. It's so beneficial when you're starting something new and um, you're, you're available for questions, you give feedback, and you really helped me to navigate through the process. One of the other things that you offer to the facilitators is the monthly Zoom meeting where you, you're there and you, you get to talk to other facilitators. And I found that to be very helpful because you're finding out about you know, other things that people are doing. They have tips and they're giving their expertise and so many good ideas and just, just a wealth of information. And I, I, also, yeah. I also believe that you, the the fearlessly kind the facilitator Facebook pages is, is it's just a great resource as well. And so you're offering so much support to each one of us that is it's just it's just so valuable and appreciated. Oh, that means that truly truly does mean so much to me, Fong, because that that was at the heart of creating this. And like I said on our last Zoom call this month, it's like the community that's come up around this and the women supporting other women and celebrating not only celebrating our wins but like really coming together and 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 helping you know helping everyone with their struggles and the things that they're dealing with whether that be personally or you know kind of getting this going or whatever it might be like everyone's willing to jump in and help and like well I did this and this worked and I just think that's so cool to kind of like sit back and watch that happening unfold on the screen when we have our our get-togethers and in our Facebook group too because you know I really do think empowered women empower women, right? Like we, we want to lift all of us up and we all recognize the, you know, there's no competition amongst any of us, right? Like we're all just really celebrating each other's wins and wanting to see everyone succeed. And for me, that's one of the highlights of, you know, this whole program and in the month, honestly, when we get to jump on our calls, because it's just great to hear what everyone's up to and cheer everyone on and help everyone out. And so that means a lot that, that you really, you enjoyed as much as I do. So I appreciate that. You're welcome. (laughs) That's so kind of you. Um, 
but I mean, over the last, you know, decade that you've been doing this, what, what have some of the challenges in, in getting, cause you know, the savvy school of etiquette's like, you know, very well established at this point, like, did it happen very quickly for you or was it, you know, kind of, did it take a little bit of time to really get it going? Well, it didn't happen quickly and it, it did take some time to get it going um, because, you know, I am a teacher and that that's my main, you know, the main career. So it, it has evolved over time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, and, and it's, it's continuing to evolve as well, which I think is always the sign of, you know, a, a healthy business, right. Is being able, able to make those pivots and to evolve and to respond to, you know, the needs of your audience. And, um, and, you know, that's definitely something that, that you've done. So I think that's definitely very commendable. And, you know, speaking of evolving with the needs and new programming, you have some incredible summer events and workshops planned. Can you, can you tell us a little bit about that? I do. So I have entitled my summer series as the Savvy Girl World Fearlessly Kind Virtual Summer Series. Oh, I love it. (laughs) I'm running um, a Facebook ad, which has information about the program. It has information that's going to be beneficial for parents and uh, and their daughters in terms of the program. So I am planning on starting, um, I'll, I'll have two, two start dates. One will be June 14th, and the other start date will be June 16th. And I'm going to offer 10 workshops. And the way they're set up is that So the first workshop will, I believe it starts at 10 in the morning on June 14th. And that workshop will be geared through girls in grades fifth through eighth. And then I have another workshop that day that will include girls in ninth and 10th grade. And then the final one will be um, for girls in 11th and 12th grade. So that one, those start in the morning. And then I have another start date of June 16th where I'll be offering um, start times later in the day, which might be a little bit more convenient for people if they have things going during the morning on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So sessions will be over the course of 10 weeks and run for one and a half hours. So that sounds amazing, Fawn. Can you tell us about some of the topics you're gonna dive into with these girls this summer? Yes. So within um, the workshop series, the goal is to help uh, girls to to equip girls with tools and the confidence to manage emotions, conflicts, drama, rumors, gossips, and basically create a kinder girl world, boost self-esteem, strengthen leadership skills. So some of some of the topics are the have to deal. One is the perfection myth. Because mm-hmm. a lot of girls are always feeling like they have to be perfect, which yeah. we all, even grown-ups, struggle with that. One is about friendships. It's called the friendocoaster. One has to do with girl drama. One has to do with finding your fearless. Um, and one has to do with girl kind, being kinder, oh, are some of them. Thank you. 
Oh, that's so important. Well, I'm so excited that you're offering this. When I saw that go up on your website, I I just, it looked fantastic. And so um, I can't wait for girls to, first of all, just get to experience you and your warmth and your, um, just your positive attitude, Fawn. I mean, that's one thing that I've noticed about you from the get-go. And I just think that's so wonderful for, you know, I know what kind of safe space you create on our monthly calls with the other facilitators and um, just the lovely advice you give. And and so I'm just so excited for these young ladies to get to have 10 whole sessions with you all summer. I think that's going to be just wonderful. I'm so excited to see how that all turns out for you. Thank you. And like in terms of, you know, you got this coming up this summer, like if you were to sort of zoom out and just like, what, what is your big vision, your big goal for, you know, the Savvy School of Etiquette and then your girl empowerment programming, like you have a big juicy vision for all of that? Well, I think the big juicy vision is really incorporating the the girl empowerment workshops and summits. I'd like to once summer is over, I'd like to possibly go into schools mm-hmm. and, and do summits. Um, I know that there are a lot of girls who will be transitioning into middle school and high school. And right before or right when um, the fall semester starts, that would be an ideal time to have a summit or a workshop about transitioning into the next phase of their um, their education. And yeah. I'd like to offer, and and I like to offer summits, um, you know, at some of the local schools in the areas. And at Savvy School of Etiquette, we have a location. I call it a campus. It's um, it's a mini campus, but I'd like to have some workshops and um, summits in person here at um, at our location. Well, it's so wonderful that you have that that you have a location where you can bring people to as well. I mean, that's, that's so incredible to think you could host your own events and bring girls out or girls and their parents out or whatever that looks like. I mean, to have such a beautiful space to do that in is just, it's such a, it's so exciting, honestly. Thank you. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So what advice would you have to other women who maybe kind of want to, like they have this dream or this passion about, you know, empowering girls, young women, helping to build character and self increase self-esteem and all of that stuff that kind of goes into under the umbrella of girls empowerment. Like what advice would you have for somebody else listening to this, maybe a parent or an educator or a coach that wants to dive in and do this kind of programming? I would say that if somebody thinks they want to dive in, they should go for it. And I, there, there are two quotes that come to my mind when I really think about this. One is be a people builder, look for opportunities to encourage others to bring out the best in them. And mm. the Fearlessly Girl program is definitely a way for people to help build other people, a way for women to build up girls. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a quote by Joel Osteen. Another quote um, is by Vandy Hale that makes me really think about your question. It says, to make a difference in someone's life, you don't need to be gorgeous, rich, famous, brilliant, or perfect. You just have to care. So mm-hmm. I would say to people who are thinking about this, getting into this space, that, that they should do it because 
each one of us has our own special sauce. I think that's what you called it, your special <laughs> sauce. Everybody has their own touch. And um, everybody has, every woman has something to add to a, a girl or girl's lives. And, and the girls need you. So I think people should um, seriously consider taking your certification course um, and just dive in. Well, thank you again for that. that I, mean, <laughs> I love that. Um, and I love that, you know, that, that you feel that way about it. And I mean, I've just seen you've really, you dove in and you really did the work. And I mean, it really, it really shows fun. So it's just so cool to see like what you can do with this. Um, when you kind of go all in and um, really dedicate yourself to it. I think that's so exciting. But I mean, I also just want to backtrack. Like, I love what you said about when you really, care, you know, I mean, so many women will email and they do care. I mean, that like to, to even reach out to want to be a part of something like this, you know, there's obviously that passion or that interest, but so many women I find, you know, we kind of hold ourselves back or we talk ourselves out of it, or it's like, what do I have to offer? Or, you know, it's that imposter syndrome, right. That so many of us yes. you know, continue to deal with, right. Like it, it's something that pops up for me often as well as I kind of try new things and start new things. It's, it's always there. And, you know, what would you say to somebody that has that kind of imposter syndrome right now? That's like, well, there's already so many programs out there or who, what do I have to offer? I mean, what, what is some great fond advice for those ladies that might be listening? I would say to the ladies who are listening, you have so much value and expertise and you have the power within yourself to make a difference in the lives of girls. And you have your own special uniqueness that you can add to help girls and they need you. That, that's what I would say about that. Yeah. And you know, sometimes when we're thinking about launching out and doing things, fear comes over us and Someone once said that fear is false evidence appearing real. Mm -hmm. And I would just say, don't let fear stop you in your tracks. Just launch out. That, that's my advice. I love that. I mean, and that's like what I think you and I, it's a message we both share with the, the girls that we work with is, is that's your whole idea of being fearless. It's not, not having fear. It's having that fear, but doing it anyway, of like pushing through that, of getting out of your comfort zone. And, you know, I always talk to all the facilitators about like, we are the example, like when we're going in and having these conversations with girls, um, you know, we're the example of that because, you know, when I started this, I was terrified to talk to anybody. I was too scared to even order pizza on the phone. Like I didn't want to talk to anybody. And, you know, like it was so many steps out of my comfort zone, getting more and more comfortable by facing the discomfort. And, um, you know, I mean, I think that's like, we have to be living, breathing examples of that for the girls in our lives, whether we're doing this work as a business or a side hustle or a passion project, or just in any encounter we have with young women, right? Like to be the example of you don't have to wait until you have no fear. That's never going to happen. You have to face that fear and step out of your comfort zone and follow your dreams and create the life that you want to live. Right. And so that, that advice, you know, definitely really resonated with me what you just said. So I, I appreciate that. 
Well, you're welcome. And I'll say even beyond the fear, just step out. You can make a difference. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to be perfect to make a difference. Yes, that is exactly it. Not waiting until you're perfect, not waiting until things are perfect. Like you'll never feel ready. You'll never feel ready. And being able to start before we're ready and to just start and to take that step and step out, like you say, it's, you know, we don't, who knows where that path will lead, but I, I'd rather kind of try it and fail and try and fail and figure it out as I go than to just not try, you know, to not, not start. So, um, yeah, I mean, whatever that is and just taking every opportunity we have, like I say, whether this is our job or not to be able to be that example for young ladies and what it looks like to just step out of whatever, whatever that may be. Um, I think that's, I think that's really fantastic advice (laughs) for sure. Um, but speaking of advice, um, what, what advice, cause we have a lot of parents that listen to this podcast as well, not just educators or coaches or women in the, you know, girls empowerment space. What would you say to parents who are raising girls right now in this day and age and this climate? Like what, what would you, what's your number one piece of advice for them? Well, as far as my number one piece of advice, I have to think back to one, um, I was a young girl growing up, which was really a long, long time ago. <laughs> um, one of the things, <laughs> one of the things that I wish would have happened more with my parents is that they would have talked to me more and, and listened to me more and just explained things a mm-hmm. lot more. I mean, they did a great job overall as parents. I mean, you know, there's no no book for parenting that you can go to and just, you know, go through the, the checklist. But um, I would say uh, for parents that it's it's really important to to listen to their children, take time to talk to them, take time to just find out how their day is going and, you know, be empathetic and just nurture that relationship with your daughter or your daughters. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that is so important. Um, it, it's good to be able to have an understanding. I would also say that it would really be, um, good for parents to invest in, um, the fearlessly kind workshops and, and summits for, for their daughters, because it, it's just going to be life-changing for girls. Oh, I love that. Yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think anytime you can, um, you know, invest in something, whether it's a fearlessly kind program or, or something else where you can just even do it with your daughter, like alongside her. And just to, like you say, like kind of keep investing in that relationship and having those conversations. And I love what you said about listening because so often, and I always say this to the girls that, you know, I work with when I was working in schools was, um, you know, I recognized that they were being talked to or talked at all day long, you know, and so much of their communication is now like online, right? Like they're texting their friends or they're doing, you know, Lord, no, I don't even know if we can keep up with what, what the trend, the trendy kind of thing is right now. But the point is, is to be able to have like that face-to-face communication and to create that space where the, where the girls can be heard, where they, you know, not, not, everybody wants their problem solved right away. And I think it's sometimes as the adults in their lives, we, we want to jump in and we want to solve their problems, but just sometimes just listening 
and providing the space for them to connect the dots and figure out their own answers is such a powerful thing. And I mean, sometimes we do overcomplicate it, right? Like all the programs are great and the activities are great, but I think you're, you're hundred percent right about just like creating that, that space to listen for these girls to be heard and understood and loved where they're at, you know, like it's such a messy, complicated time to be a young woman and to feel like somebody is validating you, even as you stand in that space of, you know, confusion and doubt and, you know, anxiety and all the things that these girls are going through. Um, I think that's one of the greatest gifts we can give girls, to be honest, is just, to to recognize them as worthy enough to be listened to right because that's that's the message they get when you listen and um yeah I love that I think that's really beautiful what you said and like going going back to what you said about love it's really about unconditional love Mm -hmm. that makes that makes a big difference Mm mm-hmm Absolutely. Right. So they don't feel like one mess up or one screw up or one, whatever. And that's it. Like that they can make mistakes and, um, you know, do, do, do things that, you know, maybe don't make you as a parent proud or make them proud or whatever, but to know that they're still loved and that, okay, let's talk about it. Let's figure out a way forward. Um, that's empowering. And I think, you know, so many people ask about like, well, how do we, how do we, increase confidence in girls and self-esteem. I mean, I think it's, it's not solving their problems for them. It's being alongside them and empowering them to kind of figure it out as they go. And obviously being there with advice when needed, right? I mean, that life experience that only comes from going through it, but I do really believe that, that teaching girls confidence, because it is something that can, can be taught, you know, it's like a muscle that has to be exercised and worked out, but when you can be alongside them to figure out their own, their own issues and and to overcome their mistakes. Like that's, that's empowering. Like that's where confidence comes from is being resilient, trusting yourself, figuring things out and, and just to create a safe enough space for these girls to know that they can have those moments and still be loved and supported. And I mean, all of that, I think is a recipe for really creating confident, strong, empowered young women. I, I agree. And, you know, one other thing, I think parents have to remember that, um, you know, nobody's perfect. They, they had, um, you know, when they were growing up, there were things, challenges and difficulties that they faced. So sometimes when parents are so much older, um, they're not really thinking about their childhood, but it would be good to reflect back on, you know, on those times. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I was just talking to my, um, my sister the other day, she's got four kids and, you know, we were talking about how, like in our day-to-day life, you know, maybe a a problem that they are experiencing just doesn't really seem like a big deal, right. To us and kind of our crazy lives, but just to slow down long enough to be like, Oh, you know what, that is a, that's a big deal for them right now. And to honor that, um, and to work through it alongside them. It's, it's definitely been, you know, I've been up here with my sister and my nieces and nephews for the last month. And it really is such a lesson in, you know, slowing down and, 
again, creating that space of like honoring their journey and where they're at in their journey and helping them figure, figure out a way through it. It's definitely easier said than done because, you know, we're all so busy. We've all got our own stuff on the go, but to just try to create those moments, I've seen it in action and, and my sister does do, you know, a wonderful job with that. And it's been kind of very beautiful to see what that looks like in action and just to see how empowering it is for the kids to have that. So I, uh, yeah, I, and I she, go ahead. And she's got you there too. So. <laughs> well, we are having a bit of fun. Let me, we are having a bit of fun together. That's great. Yeah, no, it's, it's so fun. And, um, anyway, fun. Well, I could just keep talking to you forever. You know that, but, um, can you tell people where they can find you if they're interested in more information about your summer series, your workshops, the Savvy School of Etiquette? Like, where's the best place for people to go and find Fawn? Well, they can go to my website, which is SavvySchoolOfEtiquette.com. There's um, information on the website about the upcoming workshops. There's I also have a Savvy School of Etiquette Facebook page. So those will be the two, um, the two um, places they could reach me. Okay, that's perfect. And what I'll do as well, because I know people are going to be interested, I'm going to link both of those in the show notes of this podcast. So if you're listening and you want to connect with Fawn, you want to find out about her programs. And Fawn, your workshops coming up are virtual, virtual correct? Yes, they are. Perfect. So girls from anywhere can sign up and, and join. Um, so I'm going to put those links in the show notes so you can very easily go and connect with Fawn and find out more about her and her amazing programs. Um, Fawn, I just want to thank you so much for being on this podcast and having this conversation with me. I feel like every time we talk, it just feels like a warm hug. So I just, I appreciate you so much. Thank you, Kay. I appreciate you having me. It's, it's been a pleasure speaking with you. You as well. Well, thank you so much, Fawn. And uh, we will talk soon. Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. So there you have it. My interview with Fawn Funderberg. I hope you got so much out of it. I know I definitely did. And if you're interested in finding out more about Fawn in general or her incredible summer workshop series, I will link her website in the um, in the show notes below so you can check her out and give her a follow and connect with her that way. Um, thank you again so much for tuning in. And if you haven't already, like I mentioned in the beginning, signed up for the free or the VIP Build Your Dream Girls Empowerment Biz Bootcamp. You can also find that link in the show notes and you can also download our, um, our free school based workshop as well at fearlesslygirl.com. So check that out and I will see you back here two weeks from now with an interview I did with another fearlessly kind facilitator, Jody Oakley in Northern California, who runs an incredible girls group using all of the fearlessly kind uh, programming in her school and we had her assistant there as well just joining in the conversation and we were so lucky to have two of the girls who've been a part of her girls group um, over the years sharing how you know it has helped them grow and learn and connect with each other it's just it was such a great conversation so tune in two weeks from now when that interview goes live i'll see you then bye for now